1: Is the
2: pirate reference. All right, guys, I don't know this pirate <laughs> song. Our engineer, Phil, gave us a Give it a moment. Song. Okay, all right, all right, all right. What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you right.
0: do with a drunken sailor? the morning. That's cool.
2: All right, on that note, guys, <laughs> welcome into the Crossbones After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, Season 1, Episode 5, called The Return. And we return after a week off here on Crossbones. I'm your host, Bobby Demiro with my co-host, Kelly McInerney, talking all things pirates, and John Malkovich today. We've got a lot to discuss, so let's uh, jump right into it, huh? Yeah. Let's hey, do before it. we do it, actually, I will say one thing. Crossbones has been on the top 10 After Buzz most downloaded podcasts every day this week. Really? Yes, we're in the what? top 10 every day, so thank you guys for doing that. We appreciate you listening. Hopefully, you don't hate us. And
1: The Leftovers has been like number one a lot, and I do that show too. So. Oh, wow. Hey.
2: What, a, what a humble brag. Okay. Sorry. No, it's cool. It's cool. I do Kardashian. Sometimes we hit number one too, all right? There you go. <laughs> all right, let's do Crossbones today because that's the show we're on. Let's start right now with Blackbeard. We're learning a lot about Blackbeard and specifically his health. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the first scenes we see, well, the first important scene we see is Fletch and Lowe finding gunpowder in that kind of cavern underneath the town, which sets up what's going to happen later with the hell burner and all that. But... The first important scene we see with Blackbeard is about the trephine, the thing that drills a hole into his skull to try to remedy these...
1: Demons. Visions. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, here's my first question. I know this is kind of a prediction, and this is a record for After Buzz. Two minutes into the show, we're talking predictions. All right. (laughs) Your
0: After Buzz (laughs)
2: TV prediction. There we go. Um, That makes it okay if the sound comes on. Yeah, yeah. Um, We know that Lowe has been tasked to kill Blackbeard, Mm -hmm. and he obviously hasn't yet. Will the trephine kill Blackbeard? Like, will he use it to kill him, or is he actually trying to help Blackbeard, you know, health-wise?
1: I think he's trying to kill him. I mean, come on. Drill a hole into your skull.
2: And kill him in the sense where it's like, oh, no, I thought it would help, but he actually died. Yeah,
1: my bad. Oopsies. This happens sometimes. You know, you're either going to die now or, you know.
2: Which I feel like is a pirate's attitude. You're yeah. going to die now or you're going to die later. You're going to die. Yeah. Who cares? At yeah. least
1: you died trying. Hey. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But who knows? Maybe if it actually does help Blackbeard. You know what? I'll take Lowe at his word. let us We can argue about this. Yeah. Not like the whole show, but I'll take Lowe at his word. If you want to say, yeah, he's going to kill him. I'll say, I think Lowe has enough allegiance, not to Blackbeard, but to the island and to other people on the island, as we'll see later with Jagger, mm-hmm. that he this is actually a medical procedure that could help Blackbeard. And he's doing this from the goodness of his own heart now to get something else in return later.
1: I don't I don't think because he said it's for demons like you're possessed by demons. Come on. He's not possessed by demons. Did you he,
2: see Antoinette?
1: Yeah, but he's not possessed like she's yeah. not inside she's he's seeing visions of that. There's a difference. So I think he's just trying another way to maybe not kill him but I I think he just wanted to go to Jamaica and that was his excuse.
2: <laughs> well, and go to Jamaica he did. Yeah. Uh, and he took Nana with him and Here's here's the first thing about Blackbeard that I will say because before they go to Jamaica, Blackbeard kind of tells him, "Take Nena, don't take Charlie. No one else can find out why you're there." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Charlie and Selena having that conversation together about Charlie saying he knows, like literally about Is Blackbeard. this?
1: Like an every episode thing. He know he's paranoid, bro.
2: Well, finally, Blackbeard walked in on him though. Yeah, he walked in right when he said it, and Charlie had to leave and all that sort of stuff. And Blackbeard says, "What did he say? Your blood has been running hot of late." Whew. Oh. He definitely knows.
1: You know what happens when guys' bloods run hot down there. So, never mind; it's a gross reference. <laughs> For Charlie, that's probably what happened.
2: We've got a lot of we've got a lot of blood running hot on this episode. It's not just Selima. It's not just Nana with her lesbian love affair with Rose, which we'll get to in just a second. It is also Kate and Tom because mm-hmm. Tom, after Blackbeard tasks him to go to Jamaica, Tom informs Kate. They get in an argument about it, and then they make out. Because, of course they do.
1: What's going on with it? Like, come on, guys. You guys are acting like high schoolers.
2: They are. You're acting like high schoolers yeah. where you can't. Like, like in high school, like you want to date another girl, but you don't want to break up with your girlfriend yeah. who you see like once a week, you know. You know yeah. how that works. But so you, you you can't date the other girl, but you also have to break up with your... It's like Kate... But
1: she's married.
2: Be an adult. Yeah, yeah, be an adult. Like either be with your husband or be with Tom. And if you've got feelings with Tom, that's a hard decision to make, but one day you're going to have to make that yeah. decision. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't done that yet.
1: But he's dumb because he's the one that's like, we can't do this. And you did it again, dumb. Like I understand Kate... I. I don't agree with her, but I understand that she said she didn't give it up. Yeah. You know, she didn't stop it. He did, so why do this again?
2: I, I think Tom is nice to a fault. He's too loyal to everyone. He's yeah. loyal to he was loyal to England and the King and all the stuff that that from his past that brought him to where he is. He and obviously very talented, what he did, and very well thought of by Jagger and other yeah. people. Even though Jagger, you know, stabbed him at the end, mm-hmm. he was very well thought of. He's loyal to Blackbeard and the island in the sense that he doesn't. He's not seeking to bring harm to it because he knows there's a better way out for everybody involved and he doesn't want anybody to die. He's loyal to Fletch. He's loyal to whatever. And he's too nice and loyal with Kate. And so he's interested in her physically and he wants her, not in a malicious, you know, let's hook up once way, but Mm -hmm. something more serious. However, he's also so nice that he wants to help her husband get better with physical therapy so her husband can be a better husband to him. And it's like, dude, you're crossing streams yeah. and crossing wires, but I don't think he can help it because he's just such a nice person and and kind of too caring for his own good.
1: It's Yeah, it's not working out. You gotta pick a, pick a team.
2: Either Team James Balfour or Team Kate Balfour. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pick a team. I don't know.
2: <laughs> well, p- speaking of picking a team, he is gonna pick Team Blackbeard at least for now because he sort of tells her why he's going... Not the whole story, but tells her what's up and why he's going to Jamaica. Um, And then the interesting thing that he did today on the trip out to Jamaica, and this was a big left turn for me, was how he dealt with Fletch and -hmm. how he threatened Fletch's life.
1: Yeah, for being somebody so nice. He's like, deuces, you know, it's all right. You'll be okay here.
2: And he said to him, he's like, if you want to add me to your name, if you want me to add your name to the list of those I slaughtered and forgotten, betray me. I beg you. And it's like, first off, How many people have you slaughtered? Yeah. Because we don't know a the ton whole about thing. that. Yeah. And second, what?
1: Now he's trying to be angry, but in the wrong way. Not don't be mean to Fletch. You
2: can't be mean to Fletch.
1: Be mean to like Kate or or James, you know, anybody you're using but your meanness in the wrong way.
2: That's the hashtag of the show today, guys. Hashtag anybody but Fletch yeah. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Seriously, you cannot be mean to Fletch. He's too stupid. I don't, you know, I know that's insulting. He's yeah. a little too stupid to know what's what. Just, he's so loyal to you. Be loyal to him. He's yeah. like a puppy. Yeah,
1: uh, he's like a real life dog. I was just thinking that.
2: God. I don't know. A uh,
1: human dog. Maybe that's the, what I the
2: only say. the only reason maybe he's being mean to Fletch in this sense is he preparing Fletch for the eventual failure of the island, like. Either low may get killed or captured or seen mm-hmm. as a traitor by the English because he didn't kill Blackbeard and he's preparing Fletch to be removed from him, or he's preparing. Yeah, I, I don't know I think know what maybe he's, doing.
1: he's like acting a, like a parent kind of where it's like, listen, I know you're you've been like next attached to my hip for a while, but I need to let you go. There's a world out there. But he's doing it the wrong way. Yeah, saying, hey, you might die. <laughs> Good luck.
2: Good luck to you man.
1: But if you tell anybody what I'm doing, I'm gonna kill you first.
2: And maybe that was a thing too. He had to be sure that nobody on the island knew his purpose with Blackbeard with the health that even Fletch couldn't know. Mm-hmm. And once he told Fletch what was going on, he says, "Okay, Fletch is not the brightest guy. He'll give up yeah. this information if somebody gets to him. So I need to put the fear of God into him mm-hmm. so that he can never, ever tell anybody and I never have to worry. And I don't mean that I'm going to slaughter him literally, but I need to say that so he doesn't say anything and I can come back unmolested to Santa yeah. Barbara. Yeah. All so, right. Still, a little harsh.
1: Yeah, it wasn't no bueno.
2: No bueno no. indeed. Um, so they go to Jamaica. So we've got Tom and Nena in Jamaica. Nena is his... Uh, uh, chaperone I guess we could say mm-hmm. and nena is an interesting character to me yeah. I, I have not figured her out completely no. she may or may not be a lesbian or or bi I don't yeah. know cuz she did have that thing with charlie yeah um and then she she's buying property from this guy in jamaica and she's overly overly aggressive to him and obviously he insults her twice and says oh well you're going to need a white man to run the property and hey can you even read And then she just pulls out a knife.
1: (laughs) And is like, buy it for me. Yeah.
2: Acquire it. And it wasn't even enough money. No. So she's, which to me says that that whatever the property is for, whatever she needs, she is desperate. And I don't know if it's desperate to get off the island alone and do something, if it's desperate to go somewhere else or what secret she may hide, Mm -hmm. but she is desperate so much that she just wants to put the down payment on
1: and yeah. say, I've got
2: the rest of the jewels. I'll come get them. We need to start this process right mm-hmm.
1: now. I have a prediction for that, Ooh, so I'll right. mention it later.
2: Will you hold on to that?
1: Yeah, I will.
2: You keep that in your back pocket about 20, 30 minutes from now. We'll be in business. That's right. <laughs> so uh, now Blackbeard. Let's get back to him for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene today, one of the scenes that I really kind of laughed at, was in the forest, Blackbeard talking to that guy.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah and he kept calling him sire, right? Yeah. Or sir, yeah. Yeah. Like as a, like higher above him. Yes, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And it was a very interesting conversation how uh, I don't even know how to start describing it. How you, we we finally found someone more quirky than Blackbeard yeah. when you think about it. Definitely. This, this guy's a little bit weirder than Blackbeard and he's creating what is he creating for him? The 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 timing mechanism on it must be something it, with the hell burner.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, they didn't really go into detail. Just he had globe things. I can't wait.
2: And he's knocking yeah. him against his own head.
1: Yeah. Doesn't shave either.
2: No, he doesn't. He yeah. lo- he looks like Tom Hanks in um Castaway. Castaway. Yeah. That's but he's Tom. eaten a little bit. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Well, good for him.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he has eaten a little bit. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Um. Yeah, that's a weird thing, and obviously Blackbeard almost catching Fletch. Spying on him in that same scene, mm-hmm. which would have been very interesting for Fletch.
1: Well, it's like what? What did Fletch see? Remember? Yeah. We left off. Like, what did he see? They didn't even show that. So it's something he went back there to look at it again. I guess. I'm guessing. Yeah. And I want to know what it is.
0: And
2: Fletch had that vision earlier when he was rowing out there of that little beast. Yeah. You know, whatever you want to call it, a couple episodes ago. So f- the
1: little man. It was that yeah. guy. It okay. Was him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But
2: but whatever's going on with Fletch now this is a consistent thing for him and this is his own problem to solve mm-hmm. you know and it's something that tom actually doesn't know that very very much about
1: no yeah and
2: tom certainly doesn't doesn't know about the man
1: yeah he does they talked about it
2: yeah, oh but he hasn't last... like seen the guy he hasn't oh, seen no. stuff. yeah so this mm-hmm. this one's on fletch Fletch's gonna be the hero
1: here we go a storyline for fletch yeah
2: <laughs> now he just needs a love story although you know kate did kiss him today yeah you know i would
1: stick to that kate i don't know no, no, just don't, stick to your husband. No,
2: don't add Fletch. Make it a love square. That'd
1: be really funny, though.
2: Oh, man. You've got Kate shooting off to James and Tom and Fletch.
1: Yeah. Woo. It'd just be more entertaining, I think. I don't know.
2: Maybe Speaking not. of relationships and love squares and like that, before we talk even a little bit more about Kate, what about Nena? Let's talk about Nena's love affair first.
1: Is it a love affair or is it like she just wants it
2: I for and the life Rose of me is now, the biggest
1: tease in the world? I, for the, I and gold digger.
2: Yeah, I understand what's going on. Rose is kind of a gold digger. She's blackmailing. She has all this dirt on Nena. But I still don't fully understand the lesbian connection to it, and the I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. Am I dumb? Am I stupid? I know I'm dumb, but am well, I dumb it doesn't about really, this?
1: Because oh, it's clear that Nena wants it, but Rose is the question mark. You know, she's the one that's like, unless she's like, hey, I'm using you because she's saying that, and that's just exactly what she's doing. And she's just using her love to get all the riches,
2: yeah I, wonder, I don't I don't get it either I wonder, does Rose like the physical aspect with Nena? like is she physically attracted to Nena or is it just using her for the blackmail?
1: I think she's just using her, and I think she just knows how to work the physicality because that's her job, you know, so she knows what to turn on for so, Nen- you know
2: so then that would make sense then, and it would have to mean then that Nena is very physically attracted to Rose.
1: That's what I'm getting like. Yeah. That's what I am assuming.
2: We saw it today a little bit because right when they're about to kiss and the guy comes in and interrupts them, but right when they're kind of very you know up close or whatever, and Rose is standing there and Nena goes to like grab around her neck like the back of her head yeah. to like bring her in and kiss her, and that's right when the guy comes in.
1: But didn't he? She see the guy?
2: I Nena? don't think so. I oh, don't think I she thought saw she the guy. Did. No, I thought neither one of them saw him. But they obviously he obviously saw yeah. them, but I thought neither one of them saw him. Nena gets. Disturbed and then has to go deal with Blackbeard. So yeah. whatever's going on, with then uh, we need to find out a lot more about it. And yeah. and and a weird, she's got a weird personality in the sense that when she was with the guy, her broker, her real estate agent, effectively, mm-hmm. yeah. um, really, really snarling at him when she was delivering that scene, and it wasn't just like anger or shame or or whatever mm-hmm. it was, or defending herself. It was this like low snarl growl the whole time, which makes me think that Nena has this incredible anger issue herself, more than even a normal person. And maybe Nena has an incredible backstory as well, and this is part of the reason why she's coming off yeah. or trying to come off the island. Well,
1: she's always super vicious, you yeah. know, with attacking. So I I agree, she probably definitely does have have anger issues. It'd be cool to see where she came from and what because she
2: said it she said it to the guy she was like do you know what I had to do to be free do you know where I grew up do you know anything about me maybe and the she was a slave the whole time I'm like no I don't no tell me tell
1: me, tell me. <laughs> tell
2: flashback <the> <laughs> let's do a flashback sometime yeah. I would love to see I mean we're obviously probably gonna see that I think we need to see that and whatever's going on with her I can't wait for your prediction about that
1: it's a, it's a good one it's I mean, kind like, of an obvious one though
2: it better be good yeah no pressure I'm,
1: all right I'll do my best. <laughs> do my best.
2: All right, before we get to the last scene with Jagger, which is kind of the penultimate scene, let's talk about Kate. we
1: mm-hmm.
2: We'll do a little Kate and a little Salima. Kate first with these relationships. I guess we hit it already a little bit, but what are you thinking? Is it is she so desperate for physical intimacy that she goes after Tom and now that James is back in the game, she can do that too? Or is she legitimately in love but not in love with James? You know, I love you, but I don't yeah, I'm yeah. not in love with you. And now she has the hots for Tom.
1: Yeah, I think that's it, because they've been together probably for a while, and things ran cold when he, you know, his body wasn't working. Things ran speed. cold when he
2: ran cold. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And um, I think she thinks that Low is such a nice guy, and she's never really had the good guy before, because James is nice, but he's like a, like a rebel, you know? Yeah. This is a nice dude, you know? Super nice. And that could also be her escape from the island, worst case scenario. So that's what I'm thinking.
2: Well, and it's interesting you say that. He's a nice dude from what she can see. Yeah. Tom. Talking about Tom. because Tom obviously has a past that even we don't know of if he's slaughtered so many Mm -hmm. people like you told Fletch. And I think you're right about that with Kate. And I also think the scene where her and James make love. Mm -hmm. um, And yes, it was making love. They were... They were into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, In that scene, afterwards, she has a conversation with him, and he says, I put other things above my marriage. I didn't stick to my vows. At first, she thought he was going to ask her about cheating. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he said, I didn't stick to my marriage. I put things above my vows. I was at fault here. And maybe that's Kate subconsciously having already known that, Mm -hmm. even though it's good to hear from him. Subconsciously having known that, she wants somebody else who's going to give her more attention. Now, now that James has apologized for that, Maybe this rekindles and reignites something with them, and Kate's in a legitimate love triangle.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen.
2: Because you were cheating before. She was cheating with Tom before when James was out of commission and whatever, which is bad enough. Now, if you've got two guys who are passionate about you and you yeah. can do whatever, that's a big problem.
1: Girl, you got to make a decision. <laughs> and
2: I, and, I and you can't have both. The,
1: yeah, listen, you're committed to choose, one. Choose
2: the one with the what?
1: With the ring, I guess, you know. I uh, thought you were going to go
2: totally different from that. No.
1: <laughs> I'm just like, because that's what you signed up for. Stick to it.
2: So you're saying stick to James. Yeah. You made a vow. Or if you get rid of James, get rid of him in the right process. Whatever divorce was Yeah, yeah. Then. Something like that. Absolutely. Or maybe
1: he'll die because he's sick. Then you could go to low. I know that's like terrible to say. You think, she, you
2: think she gets him hooked on opium again? I mean, seriously, do you think she could do something like that and sabotage his health?
1: No, I don't think she's that bad of a person. Yeah. I think she's got some redeeming qualities. I guess we'll see. Uh, We'll find out. Hopefully.
2: speaking of the women on Crossbones, how about Salima?
1: She finally got stepped out into the light, man. Which is
2: a weird problem to have if you're gonna live on a pirate island i don't you know i'm not making fun of it and And she's so
1: smart too you know like i guess well create there's a fine line between genius and insanity yeah so she's like stepping on that line a little bit
2: and she wears shades of purple a lot Mm -hmm. and i have a friend who's fond of telling me that purple is the color of kings and crazy people Oh, really? And her and Blackbeard might be a little bit of both.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I heard the Kings one, not the Crazy. All right.
2: Yeah, color Kings and Crazy People. I don't know if it's like a thing. I think mm-hmm. it's just a saying, but I've heard that a lot, so.
1: All right, cool.
2: Notice there's no purple on me today.
1: Yeah. Prince wears a lot of purple. It,
2: it, Proven the point. Yeah. <laughs> Proven the point. <laughs> Uh, But Salima stepping outside. And, you know, the interesting uh, relationship with Blackbeard and Salima, honestly, a couple times here, he tells her that he's dying Mm -hmm. and that you need to lead, which is the impetus for her to step outside. Yeah. But then he also says something. And I didn't write it down. I'm sorry for not writing this down um, word for word. But it was something along the lines of I care about you a great deal. I care about you more than I love you, and I love you a great deal, or something like that. Yeah. I, I respect you more than I don't remember what the thing was. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. But it's this idea that Blackbeard not only has a romantic love interest with her, but also is very, very deeply connected to her, probably like no one else in his life. Yeah. So to him, It's interesting that he hasn't confronted Salima so far about the cheating. We assume his confrontation with her about Charlie is going to be violent because that's what Blackbeard does. I'm getting the feeling now, having heard him say that and having him seen in the episode when she was walking outside, he said, that's good. Come home now. Yeah, yeah. I get the feeling he cares about her so much. He's desperate to keep her. When he confronts her, when Blackbeard confronts her about cheating with Charlie, it will not be violent. It will be heartbreak you know yeah. it'll be crying or whatever yeah. it is it'll he might
1: be... be like begging exactly yeah, yeah. I, I could see that
2: yeah mm-hmm. I think it'll be something like that and, and not maybe in the sense of like keep me please but begging in the sense of like very few people truly understand Blackbeard mm-hmm. and he's got very few allies and she might be legitimately the only ally he has when yeah. it comes down to it on that island mm-hmm. if Charlie's his number two guy and one of his you know henchmen Charlie's not that close of an ally so no. Maybe Salima is, is the only ally. I love how Salima shocks everybody when she goes outside. I know. Everybody's kind of like, who's this girl? Yeah. She's here?
1: And the people that know, they're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess you would be shocked, though, because she's never been outside. Especially Charlie, who like almost killed her because she wouldn't go outside. Now, look, she's just stepping out buying fruit buying she got it for free
2: yeah i know she got a big discount yeah Are you kidding just take a piece of fruit whatever yeah but i was thinking kate was like so shocked she's like oh no no charge yeah go on your way <laughs> no charge okay um all right let's get to the last scene the biggest scene the interesting stuff jagger and Low. um we didn't like jagger last week and i think we like him a lot less this week
1: yeah definitely but he's smart you know is he yeah because he knew the island that he pointed That's out was true. fake, so he's smart in in that in that way, but he doesn't use his intelligence all the way, like he just beats he goes the easy way by beating the info out of people, you know, yeah,
2: well, yeah, he definitely does do that yeah. I think this is also a good dichotomy between Jagger and Lowe, just talking about how loyal Lowe is Lowe is loyal, say that three times fast, Lowe is lo- Low is loyal low
1: is low is no. I can't believe he actually did it. Cool.
2: (laughs) But Lowe is loyal to a smart end. Mm -hmm. And he will only be loyal with people when it makes sense, when it's understood or whatever. Jagger is loyal to the crown no matter what. And their whole argument kind of centers around the crux of Jagger saying, you know, you had a job. You didn't do it. You have a thing to the king, you know, are you a traitor? He doesn't say it in so many words, but that's kind of where they're going. And Lowe is more along the lines of when we go get these pirates, when we go to this island, let's be practical. Okay, I know I have a job with you guys. I know I have a deal with you know my country and whatever, and that comes first. But it can't come first just to mess everything up. Mm-hmm. We have to be smart with how we go. And Jagger, yeah, he's smart in some ways. But I think he's actually really dumb in the sense that he's so black and white. And it's sort of for him, if England wants it, it shall be done. Yeah. I hate pirates because England hate pirates, and it's done.
1: In a way, though, it shows that he's super loyal, too. Yeah. Like, well, he'll do n- anything to help the crown, you know? Yeah. Anything, like, Lowe is loyal, but will he do anything?
2: I th- Well, that's what I'm saying. I think Lowe is smart enough to know that loyalty comes, but you also have to be intelligent about your loyalty. Yeah. And when you give it out, you must keep it. It's important. Mm-hmm. But you've got to be intention- uh, uh smart about how you do it. Jagger is more along the lines of almost, you know, this is my country, so I'm loyal to him, no questions asked. And it's, it's, I kind of want, this is like a life tip, but I feel like everything in life You should question, you know, not to get too broad and like existential, Mm -hmm. but like religion or politics or whatever, question everything. And then you'll develop a stronger loyalty to whatever that is. And when I see somebody like Jagger's character who doesn't question it, it's just loyalty with no questions asked. You're like, is it loyalty or are you just being brainwashed? Do you really know what you're fighting for?
1: Yeah.
2: You know, Mm -hmm. and that makes Jagger to me very dangerous because it's like, if that's the level of loyalty he's on, he's never going to think twice about an order. He's never going to think twice about doing what he thinks is right, no matter what, because it couldn't be wrong, because it's for the king, and that means he's going to do some pretty crazy stuff. And we've already seen him do crazy stuff. Yeah. Remember, see uh, a couple episodes ago, Kate getting buried
1: and dr- drowning Antoinette. Yeah. You know? So he's he's a nut. Yep.
2: Yeah, this guy is a nut, and he's sadistic. How about that fight with uh, Jagger stabbing low too? Yeah.
1: Poor well. Guy. That's what he just does. He just beats people up. <laughs>
2: jaggers jagger doesn't have a huge body count right now that we've seen on the show he hasn't killed all these people but he's got a huge like you know bruise and cut and like wound infliction and
1: you never know how many people he's done in the past just like Lowe's past
2: once you do it once it gets easier is what i hear
1: yeah i i wouldn't know Uh, that's
2: off the record yeah yeah sure um and then of course you know (laughs) low gets stabbed he has to kind of like walk out very carefully because he doesn't want the guards to know he's stabbed and then it's this whole funny he gets the drafine and then it's this whole funny thing of running through the forest being shot at and then jumping into uh Uh,
1: water into the water
2: one quick thing about the shooting you've got how many redcoats chasing him eight or ten of them they shot like 50 bullets Every one of them missed. Yeah. Yet, Blackbeard, when they went to go rescue Kate when she was buried alive, Blackbeard pops out with two guns and has two perfect shots right through the chest.
1: Hey, he's a more skilled gunman. I guess. You know? Those, those, we know what happened with British versus U.S. They are not the wow. best.
2: Shots fired. Sorry. As an American, I'm totally cool with yeah. it, but I, any British people who may be watching this, shots fired. No offense. Literally. But... <laughs> No offense, but we won and we're still talking Yeah.
1: Um, Proud American for a reason.
2: USA. USA. Um, Okay, I totally lost my turn. Sorry. I just got so patriotic, I completely lost my turn. Jumping into
1: the water. They're not good gunmen. Well, they're
2: not good gunmen in the sense that it it wasn't like Lowe was crawling through the forest. He was kind of running. Then he did fall down once. But then he stood up for a while and kind of like looked looked around. Yeah, (laughs)
0: looked
2: around. It was like... You can't shoot him from, like, 40 feet at that point? Well,
1: don't they have to still do that whole... Like,
2: Probably, because it's like a musket or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, so it gotta,
1: takes a, pro- like a they process. They got to use powder. Yeah. But
2: even so, I mean, they were running after him. And you could keep hearing those guys yell, like, when you get a clean shot, shoot, mm-hmm. or whatever they said. Yeah. You know, shoot when you get a shot. And it's like, ugh, I don't know. I mean, I know Lowe's not going to die, so we can't have him get shot. And he's already been stabbed. He got shot in the foot or something, though. it made just, it a little more difficult. Yeah,
1: just to make it a little bit better for the Brits... And their gun skills
2: well he did also he bled a ton in the water yeah like a shark bite kind of a bleed yeah and i know he was stabbed i've never been stabbed i hope i never am stabbed but is it that much blood because that was gallons and gallons of water that turned red
1: Maybe he just had red paint on his <laughs> no, I don't know.
2: Cool shot though. One thing yeah. I should say, very cool shot of him jumping into the water, the stunt man doing it yeah. probably. But the the camera that was attached to his bag or whatever it was above him. Mm-hmm. Very cool shot coming down in. I thought, okay, that's awesome. Going yeah. above water to underwater.
1: Great production.
2: Yeah. This Always with the show, actually. Yeah. That's what's so interesting about this show is from the production side, it's so it looks like we're watching a movie every week.
1: Yeah, it is like a movie, yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, and I know, obviously, a lot of those things are CGI. We saw ships in the harbor in Cuba today that I'm sure are CGI. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that stuff, the, the ships they're actually on, you're like, to do this sort of thing, to film it, awesome. Yeah, it's Love pretty it. epic. I cannot complain about that sort yeah. of stuff. Um, and then finally, Blackbeard gets another vision. Mm-hmm. This is a good thing to end on for the show, too, because when we do predictions in a minute after news, we can obviously predict about this. But there's a baby involved in this project or in this uh vision. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And lot and puke in water.
2: That was one thing. We just talked about how good the production is. That was yeah. one thing that looked incredibly fake because it, did, it was it's just clearly a hose. Yeah. You can just kind of see him his mouth is a little open. Not
1: even that much open. Not enough he's open.
2: Like, the hose is wider than his mouth. Yeah. And I'm looking at that I'm like, "Wait a second. Like I know we're not going to make John Malkovich throw puke up, water, up water, but
1: like make it prettier. Make kinda. it
2: make it a little bit different." Yeah. Just picking up totally clear water.
1: Yeah. I, well, I think there's a reason behind that. I have a prediction.
2: Oh, wow. It. Look at you. Yeah. Well, I don't want to, like, keep your pants on, girl. We'll get there in a second. But let's do uh, news and gossip
0: first. After Buzz TV News.
1: Well, uh, I have some news and gossip. Well, just news. Um, <laughs> uh, John Malkovich is actually, he's going to be one of the voices of the Penguins of Madagascar movie. Uh, I guess it's those cool penguins from the Madagascar movie. It's oh, an an- of course. animated movie. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, he plays the voice of Dave. Benedict Cumberbatch is also one of the voices. And Ken Jeong. So, really? Yeah. Everybody else I like, didn't like really notice.
2: It's one of those castings where they're just kind of throwing everything against the wall. Yeah. and just, Let's see what sticks here. Cool voices. Cool voices. <laughs>
1: And John Malkovich, who I guess has a cool voice. But yeah, it's going to be out uh, November 24th, so I guess uh, Thanksgiving weekend, maybe?
2: That is the greatest. John Malkovich has the best career in the sense that... I, I mean, I know I talk about Con Air all the time. I'm sorry, but you have to watch this movie. Uh, but
1: eventually. So,
2: so many serious films... <clears throat> excuse me. So many serious films, so much serious theater... Then he does Crossbones, which is not unserious, but for him it's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And then he does things like this. When you're at that point in your career where, like he is where you can do whatever you want. He's
1: Christopher Walken in it. You exactly.
2: Know? And money doesn't matter. Nothing matters. You just have fun with it. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Being John Malkovich, man. <laughs> Could be cool. But yeah, that's all I have about.
2: Sounds good. November 24th? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll go have to screen that as a Crossbones team.
1: Yeah. It'll be fun.
2: Uh, yeah. That, I'm sure it will I have be. to watch
1: the Madagascar movies. I, will, I think I've only seen the first one.
2: I'm, I'm sure you'll no. catch up pretty quick. <laughs> I have a feeling it's not that complicated. <laughs> Alright, let's do uh, predictions.
0: And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions.
2: Alright, Kelly. You've All right. been chomping at the bit.
1: Well, for Nena. I think she's buying a little, like, romantic getaway land with for her and Rose. And she's going to bribe Rose being like, listen, you don't have to sell your body anymore. Run away with me. I got an island for you or whatever. Like a plantation. So I think that's what's going on. Because she just wants anything for Rose. Anything. So wow. That's what I'm guessing. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I think... That Antoinette, well, I predicted that he, that was his son, remember? Yeah. So I'm still sticking to that. And I think he thinks that, like, I I think that it was his lover or whatever, and she drowned. Or maybe he drowned her. So that's with all the water things and how, in the beginning when she was being shoved in the water by Jagger, I think it's just, I think he drowned her or she was drowning and he couldn't save her. Something like that. And he's subconscious is super guilty about it.
2: The Blackbeard's guilty about it. Yeah.
1: Okay. And I think Salima is going to realize how much power she has. Like, I I think she does know how much power she has over uh, Blackbeard, but I think she's going to realize it even more now, especially now that she's going outside, doing things, because he was so scared when he's like, that's enough, come home now. You know, been outside for a little bit, come back. So, I think she's going to try, like, realize that and maybe use it against Blackbeard or something.
2: Interesting. Yeah. I don't think you're ready for my prediction.
1: All right. D- just say it.
2: It's the wackiest prediction I've ever had on any show ever. Um, but we see in the coming attractions for next week mm-hmm. two things happen. Mm-hmm. Tom Lowe is on the chopping block, literally, and they're threatening to chop his head off. And number two is old Blackbeard with an actual black beard and long black hair is back. So, here's what I think huh. happens I think with the traphine Next week, I think Tom Lowe kills Blackbeard. Hmm. Drop that on you. And, and then they put him on the chopping block for obvious reasons. And I think we see old Blackbeard coming back because we are about to go back in time. And we're going to see two different channels of the show. One story is Tom Lowe either taking over the island and going rogue or being killed or whatever happens after Blackbeard's death. And the other one is old Blackbeard. How did we get to where we are? Why are we here doing what we're doing? Whatever. And you have these kind of two parallel lines yeah. of present day and flashbacks to the past. Really wacky. Maybe it's not going to happen. I don't
1: really think it's going to It'd be cool if it did. Maybe he's in a coma or something. All right,
2: here's my second one, though. And this is wacky and goofy, and it's certainly it. not going to happen. But I think you'll get a laugh out of this because it's a sitcom trick. All right. John Malkovich, this Blackbeard, is not actually Blackbeard. He's got a twin brother.
1: <laughs> and he's got a
2: black beard and long black hair, and he's going to show up
1: there you go like george blue <laughs>
2: exactly it's gonna be something like that the show's gonna go off the rails i'm kidding that one won't happen so It'd be
1: pretty entertaining though if it did
2: <laughs> we'd be yelling at the tv can you imagine watching this thing we'll be yelling like no what are you doing um yeah that's too goofy but that's interesting i kind of like your predictions they're definitely probably more realistic than mine yeah
1: i thought about them man thought about them
2: i'll do that yeah. next time it's a, but yours are fun though yeah, I well I'm telling you, but Tom gets put on the chopping block. So what would make them put him on the chopping Coma,
1: block? Coma, maybe. Something I don't think Something they're going Yeah, yeah. Something bad. We'll find out.
2: We will find out next week. Speaking of next week, as we get going social media links and stuff where can they find you
1: uh well i'm kelly you could find me at holly weirdo on instagram and twitter
2: instagram and twitter you have a great facebook profile pic by the
1: thanks way. Uh, it's my favorite picture of all time <laughs> i
2: don't know if that's something to be proud of or not i'm not even going to talk about it on air i'm on twitter at bobby demuro on instagram at mr bobby demuro uh hey thank you guys for tuning in for another week here on crossbones
0: we'll see you next week like always good night